This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. It's fair. 63 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Tuesday. It's the 17th of May, 2022. Rich Moller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch. We've got a beautiful day in store for you today. A few clouds, but otherwise, lots of sunshine. High in the low 80s. Partly cloudy tonight. We'll have a low of 67. Wednesday, we return to the 90s. Partly sunny skies. High, low 90s. Partly cloudy Wednesday night, a low of 68, and sunny with a high of 90 on Thursday. Now, we've got a slight chance of rain Friday afternoon. It'll still be a warm day. Sunny skies, high around 90, but we'll have some gusty winds. And by Friday night and into Saturday, we've got chances of thunderstorm activity. Friday night's low 65, Saturday's high only 76, with a 60% chance of rain and some gusty winds. Right now, fair and 63 at the KVOM studios, and let's congratulate our employee of the day today. It is Debbie Young with the South Conway County School District Transportation Department. Obituaries this morning, James Jimmy Willard Carden Jr., age 62 of Bigelow, died Friday, May 13th. Graveside service will be held this morning at 10 at Vallman Cemetery in Bigelow with arrangements by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Reddy Jean Cody, age 72, of Adona, died Friday, May 13th. Funeral service will be held this morning at 10 at Grace Baptist Church in Adona with Brother Jean Tanner and Brother Dustin Cody officiating. Burial will be at Hamilton Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. The family will receive friends one hour prior to service time at the church. Francis Gay Embry, age 93, of Atkins, died on Saturday, May 14th. He was a graduate of Atkins High School, served in the U.S. Army during the Korean War, and was a member of the Atkins First Baptist Church. He farmed the Atkins Bottoms for more than 60 years, growing crops ranging from wheat to soybeans to cotton, corn, and rice to watermelon, green beans, and sunflowers. He is survived by his sons, Jeffrey Embry and Francis Gaylord Embry, stepchildren Marianne Sarles, Martha Hall, and Billy Kendrick, one sister, four grandchildren, six step-grandchildren, and four great-grandchildren. Visitation will be held tonight from 6 until 8 at the Limley Chapel. Funeral service for Francis Gay Embry will be Wednesday morning at 11 o'clock at Atkins First Baptist Church with Rev. Roy Smith officiating. Burial will be at Atkins City Cemetery by Limley Funeral Service of Atkins. Now 7.34, let's turn to news this morning. The Friends of Hattieville Old Hickory will welcome illusionist Paul Carlin to Hattieville Community Day, which will take place Saturday, May 21st, from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. at the Hattieville Community Building. Spokesperson Christy Strain says they'll have food, vendor booths, and other entertainment throughout the day. We're going to have a pulled pork lunch with baked beans and slaw potato salad and all that good stuff. And then we're also, this year, we're adding, we're having the Hattieville Open Market which that's going to have several um, good vendors. Then also we'll have a face painting booth. There'll be just all kinds of stuff happening out here that day. Um, You can come out, bring your lawn chairs, listen to some music, watch The Illusionist, have some lemonade, and just fellowship with everybody. Paul Carlin is a part-time professional illusionist. He's had the opportunity to perform and speak for special events in Arkansas and at least seven other states. 
Paul also performs with and is the director of the Arkansas Masters of Illusion, a professional performing group based in central Arkansas. Strain says Hattieville Community Day serves as a fundraiser for the Hattieville Community Building. That's what we're trying to do is just start really um, restoring it because it's getting in bad repair. And we've also, you know, we've got a lot of young folks in our area now and really talking about other things that we can do out there that helps us just, you know, be family friendly that's kind of right in your backyard. If you need information on becoming a vendor at the open market, contact Natalie Grabber at 501-208-6674. For any other questions or more information about the day's activities, call Christy at 501-242-3593. fair and 63 degrees at the KVOM studios, on our way to a high of 82 with a partly sunny sky. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. Coming up on 738, fair and 63 degrees at the KVOM studios. The body of a Conway native who moved to Fayetteville and was reported missing earlier this month was found Friday. 28-year-old Shelby Ratliff was reported missing May 5th. Fayetteville firefighters located and recovered Ratliff's remains from the town Branch Creek. According to police, the initial investigation leads them to believe this was a drowning incident directly related to severe weather earlier this month. An investigation is ongoing. Meanwhile, officials say a DNA test shows remains found in a creek in April are those of a North Dakota man who went missing at Maumel on his way to Louisiana. KATV Channel 7 says 25-year-old Jordan Ross Simeon was last seen March 7th at Interstate 40 and White Oak Crossing near Maumel. He reportedly had vehicle trouble and left his 2021 Kia Soul abandoned with his belongings. His friend in Louisiana says she booked him a hotel and sent him money when she found out about his vehicle trouble, but he never checked in. Arkansas Attorney General Leslie Rutledge announced a final judgment against two chiropractic clinics, 501 Pain and Rehab located in Conway and 501 Pain and Rehab Family Clinic of Russellville, as well as owners Dr. John D'Onofrio and Donnie McEwen. The court found the defendants violated the Personal Information Privacy Act and the Arkansas Deceptive Trade Practices Act for failing to secure and protect their patients' personal information from unauthorized access or use and failing to properly dispose of the personal information as required by law. The lawsuit was filed after investigators identified that the medical files dumped in a public park near Mayflower in November of 2020 contained almost 1,000 instances of patients' unencrypted and unredacted personal information. Defendants will have to pay $321,395 in civil penalties and legal fees. The judgment was issued in Faulkner County Circuit Court. West Rock Coffee LLC of Little Rock, which is opening a major manufacturing operation in Conway, has released an investor presentation as it prepares for its initial public offering. The company announced in April 
it had struck a deal with Riverview Acquisition of Memphis to go public. Arkansas Business reports the company reported revenue of $551 million in 2020 and $698 million in 2021. They're forecasting closing in on $1 billion this year and surpassing that number in 2023. Meanwhile, the company says its proposed new planet Conway is in the engineering and design phase. Westrock purchased the former Kimberly-Clark plant and is making a $100 million investment in the 524,000-square-foot facility. The target date for opening is in 2023, ramping up to capacity by the following year. Now is the time to change an unsafe practice. Beginning Monday, May 23rd, law enforcement will have patrols across Arkansas watching closely for motorists not using their seatbelts. The stepped-up enforcement operation continues through June 5th as part of the U.S. Department of Transportation's National Highway Traffic Safety Administration Clicketer Ticket Defined Enforcement Action Plan, which spans the Memorial Day holiday period. The Arkansas Highway Safety Office reminds drivers and their passengers that the regular practice of using seatbelts is a proven lifesaver. As part of the Click It or Ticket plan for 2022, NHTSA has asked authorities in every state to participate in the kickoff event, Border to Border, a four-hour national seatbelt awareness event coordinated by participating state highway safety offices and their respective law enforcement liaisons scheduled for May 23rd. The program is intended to increase law enforcement participation by coordinating highly visible seatbelt enforcement involving drivers at heavily traveled, highly visible state border locations. Participating law enforcement agencies will be taking a no-excuses approach to seatbelt law enforcement, writing citations day and night. Community-based nonprofit groups and others interested in supporting the mission of Arkansas Heritage are encouraged to apply for Arkansas Heritage grants. The grants are designed to help groups promote awareness and enjoyment of Arkansas's heritage, increase community-based nonprofit groups' abilities to create heritage-related programs, especially in places where they would otherwise not occur, foster cooperative efforts among organizations, businesses, and governments to increase the size and scope of events and create ongoing components to existing heritage-related celebrations. More information on grant criteria can be found at ArkansasHeritage.com. Grants cannot exceed $5,000, and for-profit organizations or events are not eligible. Money must go toward the proposed program and not operating costs or infrastructure. There are two deadlines this year for submitting proposals, June 15th and October 17th. Now 7.43, let's check our market report. Here's Jenny Knight of Edward Jones in downtown Moralton. On Wall Street, U.S. equities were slightly lower as investors digested the weaker overnight China economic data, balanced by a retreat in bond yields. Sentiment stabilized somewhat after last week's sell-off, and major international indexes were mixed despite lingering growth concerns. Energy stocks led the market, while the consumer discretionary sector declined the most. The 10-year Treasury yield pulled back some after hitting a three-year high early last week. Last Wednesday's CPI report offered mixed takeaways as inflation slowed from the prior months but still came in hotter than expected. The Dow closed at 32,223, up 26 points. NASDAQ closed at 11,662, down 142 points. Volume was heavy as 986 million shares traded hands on the big board. Taking a look at stocks of interest to Arkansans, AT&T was up 44 cents at $20.28. Bank of America was down 36 cents at $34.81. 
Deer & Company was up $7.76 at $374.45. Energy Corporation was up $0.62 cents at $117.79. Under Armour was down $0.15 cents at $9.99. Simmons Bank was down $0.22 cents at $24.19. Regions Financial was down $0.16 cents at $19.72. Southwestern Energy was up $0.16 cents at $6.74. Tyson Foods was up $0.79 cents at $90.79. Walmart was up $0.16 cents at $148.21. LiveRamp was down $0.83 cents at $25.31. Interpublic Group was down $0.23 cents at $31.89. NextEra Energy was up $0.32 cents at $70.12. Natural Gas was up $0.38 cents at $8.04. Precious Metals were higher. Gold was up $13.40 at $1,821.60. Silver was up $0.62 cents at $21.60. I am Jenny Knight, Branch Office Administrator with Deborah Jones, Doug Cahill's office, North Moose Street, downtown Moralton. On our community calendar, the Plummerville City Council meets tonight at 6 in the community room. The Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce is holding a ribbon cutting at the Coffee Bean at 218 Center Street, Moralton, Wednesday morning at 10. The Conway County Election Commission will meet Thursday morning at 9 at the Annex adjacent to the Conway County Courthouse in Moralton to discuss renovation to the north side of the Annex. The Plummerville Lodge of Freemasons will meet Thursday night at 7 o'clock. Kindergarten registration for the 2022-23 school year at Moralton Primary continues at the school office. You can drop by during school hours and bring a copy of the child's birth certificate, social security card, immunization records, and medical physical records. And for more information, call 501 354 9423. And Knights of Columbus Council 5209 in Moralton is holding its Live Free for a Month raffle fundraiser. The drawing will be this Friday, May the 20th. The winner will have their bills paid for the month. Up to $1,500 for renter mortgage, up to $250 each for electricity and for cell phone, up to $100 each for natural gas and for water up to $500 each for medical insurance and for car payment, up to $200 for cable satellite internet, up to $300 for auto insurance, and up to $800 for groceries and dining. There is a minimum prize of $2,500. Tickets are $20 each, and they're available here at KVOM Radio by calling 501-354-2484. Well, did you know that you can hear KVOM's News Watch whenever it's convenient for you? It's available on the KVOM podcast channel. You can subscribe for free by going to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, or SoundCloud, or you can just listen on our website or app. You can listen whenever it's convenient for you. Search for KVOM where you listen to podcasts. The KVOM News Watch podcast is published each weekday and is brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. Now 747, fair and 63 degrees at the KVOM studios. Coming up on our close-up segment, a visit with Moralton Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer. Up next, Eric Tyler has your sports and weather as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues. 
Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Hey, everyone's Newswalker Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. Namo Vista will try this week to win its second ever state championship in baseball. The Red Hawks take on Taylor in the Class 1A title game on Friday at 1 p.m. in Benton. Namo Vista avenged two midseason blowout losses to Washington to beat the Warriors 6-1 in the state tournament semifinals in Arkadelphia to advance to the championship game. After knocking off Hermitage in the first round of the tournament and beating Izzard County with a walk-off home run in the quarterfinals, Taylor beat Sacred Heart, Westside Gris Ferry, and Mount Ida in the state tournament, reaching double digits in the run column in all three games in Arkadelphia. Well, the broadcast of Friday's game live for you on KVOM FM 101.7 online at KVOM.com and on the KVOM app. Bigelow seeks its first baseball state championship when the Panthers open the weekend of champions at the Benton Athletic Complex with a 10 a.m. game Thursday against Woodlawn for the Class 2A title. St. Louis Cardinals were rained out in New York Monday night. They'll play a doubleheader against the Mets today. First game starts at 2.10 p.m. with a second game to start approximately 30 minutes following the conclusion of Game 1. And we'll have both games for you live on Motown Radio 92.5 FM at AM 800 and on 92.7 Jack FM coverage. Starts at 1.15 p.m. Look at weather now on this Tuesday, and we've got humidity right now at 100% with east winds at 5 miles per hour. Bear market pressure 30.04 inches. Low temperature this morning, 60 degrees. High yesterday was 81. A year ago today, the low was 62 with the high of 75. No rain the last 24 hours at KVOM. Total for the year, 25.17 inches. Sunset this evening is 8.09. Sunrise tomorrow morning, 6.05. And forecast calling for partly sunny skies today with an afternoon high near 82 degrees. Partly cloudy tonight with a low around 67. And we'll see those warmer temperatures again starting tomorrow. High near 90 for Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. We do have a chance of showers and thunderstorms Friday night and Saturday. Right now we have overcast conditions and we're at 64 degrees in Marlton at 751 on KVOM. Newswatch continues in just a moment. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. It is 7.54 now on KVOM. We're going on a close-up interview this morning by Marlton Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer. Good morning, Mayor. Good morning, Eric. All right, we've got a lot, uh, really quite a bit to, to get to this morning. A lot of good stuff happening in the city. First of all, uh, saw you and a group of people, like in some safety vests, walking downtown yesterday. What was what was that about? We had a walk audit yesterday. UCA uh, CDI, which is Community Development Institute, puts these on two or three times a year. We'd applied for one last year, but they didn't have an opening, so they had an opening this year, so we were able to 
to do that yesterday and uh, they have a city planner from Craft and Tull that comes and we <clears throat> just walk around our downtown and they tell us some things that we could improve or things we're doing right, uh, you know, helps with grants and they'll go back and, and put all that information together and give us a, a, a report on that that we can use to move forward with our downtown. Okay, good deal. So no, uh, no real results on that. No, yet. no. Yesterday so. was just the you know the walk and talk and had several business owners, Main Street president, you know, chamber president, myself, mm-hmm. <coughs> Jim Daly, our consultant. You know, walk with us and several from UCA. And mm-hmm. Aaron Spivey was one of them, one of our councilmen that was with me. And All right. Good. So excited about the results that they'll yeah. share with us. Uh, Sure, absolutely, and uh, and it didn't cost anything, so that's always a, that's a plus too. Like that for sure, um, and of course we talked about uh, making this last week. I guess came out. Arby's coming to town, so exciting! New time, you yes, see they had a, new a hiring event at the workforce center uh, here. So, you know, we've been getting a lot of information for the last year and a half that they were coming. Uh, Jim Daly, who is our consultant that works for. Hank Kelly Commercial, they are kind of in charge of the property, so they knew it was under contract. Uh, Stephanie and I have been to Conway numerous times. We go to Arby's, talk to the different managers. They all know they're coming. They they have a new corporate owner, and they think that kind of slowed down the process. But So um, I don't know a start date uh, uh, when that will open, but excited about them coming to have another variety place to eat mm-hmm. more sales tax dollars coming in that, that we've been losing by that being closed and clean that eyesore up also yeah good to have that that building occupied for sure and of course it is the old the old hardy's location yes. there so and um what's the update on the bowling alley skating rink <laughs> is there one <laughs> well we're moving along we're you know we're waiting to, uh, we're supposed to get an update this week on our skates and our bowling equipment. Our bowling equipment was supposed to be in Houston on a container mm-hmm. this past week. Now, I, they didn't tell me if it made it or how soon it'll get off the container onto a truck in here. So that's why we're reluctant to have an opening date because uh, mm-hmm. those two are the most important things that we got to have to, mm-hmm. to, to operate. So, uh, you know, we are still, we are getting remodeling done. We got the spider light fixed, which I'm so happy to get that going. There, yeah. that was 600 new light bulbs in that. Wow. Uh, uh, so we got some party rooms framed up and sheetrocked. We got our office done. We've got where you're going to buy the skates, the kitchen. So uh, they're submitting our uh, plan for the kitchen to the health department. You know to get that going, and uh, we're we're slowly but surely moving on the inside, waiting for that equipment to come in, and then. We can't put any new flooring down until we, because they're going to bring the equipment across that floor, and we want to, we don't want to mess that up. So yeah. we're trying to get everything ready. So when that equipment gets in, maybe we'll, maybe we'll be good to go. Okay. But I know people are, are private messaging me wanting to plan birthday parties, and I'm sorry that I can't really give you a, a better schedule. Yeah. But I, I'm just afraid to go out there and say something that I can't perform on. Sure, because you you see how slow containers are getting out of the port so mm-hmm. so uh, stay patient with that it is it is coming it is coming so um i know splash pad is has opened up i guess the, sl- the splash pad yeah. is opened and it's going to have extended hours this year we we closed it at six last year and so many people said oh well that's when i get off work and mm-hmm. 
and uh, as hot as it's been early, we've opened it up early, and it has been used every day that I go by Good. there. Good deal. Mm-hmm. And in the pool, they're working on the pool. Uh, you know, when we had the pool redone back in 2019, we had a slow leak, and we got that fixed. So <clears throat> we've never let the water out. We've always kept it clean. But this year, we had to let, you know, drain it down, completely clean it up. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, they're doing that right now, and hopefully we'll get it filled back up by the end of this week. All right, so, and, then, and get uh, it and get the you know the pool ready to go. It's going to open Saturday of Labor Day weekend, and yeah, m- and it's going to uh, have some ex- Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. Memorial, yeah. Memorial yeah. and it's yeah. going to have some extended hours also, unless there is a pool party. Okay, good, good deal. And uh, of course, we talk about this about every month, but sales tax up again. That's, that's all yeah, our sales good. tax was up thirty thousand dollars, over thirty thousand this past month. We're up close to eighty for the first four months of the year. Which, you know, if that annualizes out, you know, for the last two years we were up six hundred thousand dollars, and that'll get us up close to a million for three years. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that is the online sales tax, which uh, we've we're happy to get and I don't know if everybody's really educated on the online sales tax but like if you go to Conway and get uh, something from Home Depot or Lowe's and you load it up in your truck Conway gets the sales tax if Lowe's delivers it to your house Marlton gets the sales tax I heard somebody tell me the other day that they get their groceries delivered from Kroger and Russell to their house that means we get the sales tax dollars for that you know, there's not a there's not an issue with you going out of town and buying those things, but just you know, you do it a way that it helps us out. Sure. You know, even though there's there's a lot more things in Conway to you know to buy and do, and, and you may like a brand better, but there is a way to benefit Marlton with those purchases if you have them delivered to Marlton. Just like when you buy stuff online from Amazon or 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 any of these things and they're delivered to your house we're getting the sales tax dollars now yeah. and that's what that's the main thing that's increased our sales tax dollars yeah. just be smart with your shopping mm-hmm. so it benefits your hometown and we can use those dollars to you know further our quality of life projects paving whatever it is we're doing mm-hmm. but there's a smart way to to buy out of town and us get the benefit of it sure absolutely and uh, of course we'll Continue to see more sales tax from local businesses that we have opening up. We had yeah. So when, when we get the bowling alley open, that's going to be more sales tax dollars. Mm-hmm. The Arby's is going to be more sales tax dollars. You know, the there's a coffee bean truck mm-hmm. opening up. That'll be more sales tax dollars. So, yep, yeah. That and, uh, of course had whistle stop. Uh, changed owners. It just it's it just switched yeah. owners, and it's you know they have the same menu. Uh, they do have fried green tomatoes. I think now. To, okay. to kind of tie into that movie because that was the mm-hmm. name of that cafe on that movie but uh, great new owners they're gonna they're having they're they're doing an incredible job so far mm-hmm. and uh, now what about the pickleball courts and our bids were supposed to come in on the pickleball court yesterday I believe <clears throat> so hopefully we'll get those today and see what those are going to be and then we'll get started uh, we're going to do the demolition of the tennis courts ourselves and uh, the the uh, pickleball court, he didn't didn't look like it was going to take a whole lot of dirt work to get that going. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we'll fix the drainage behind the the tennis courts. It's gonna it's really going to be a nice yeah. something well over, way overdue. Uh, you know when we when we put the bowling alley out to the public on my Facebook page the day we did that, mm-hmm. 
a lot of people responded back with tennis court and pickleball. So we didn't want to be like we're one track minded on the bowling alley. We, so we incorporated those two items into the bond issue that we did. And I mean, we've gotten great response from that also. And, and the, the, the uh, tennis courts are way, way overdue. Uh, oh, yeah. So, you know, we've, we've overlaid them a couple of times, but when you got cracks in the concrete original foundation they just trickle up through the blacktop so yep. we're taking all that out to the dirt we're going to square them up you know they're kind of offset each other there's grass in between them it'll be all concrete in between so it's going to be a lot uh, better to maintain and a lot nicer looking sure hopefully we'll be able to you know put new lights up and get rid of the old telephone poles and mm-hmm. and just make it a nice addition yep looking forward to that for sure all right. Well, anything else for us this morning? That's it. I mean, well, uh, we got Oak and Division paved by the highway department, yeah. and mm-hmm. so next they will be working on uh, Harding, all five lanes of Harding, and when school's out, they'll be doing Green, North St. Joseph, I mean, South St. Joseph, Green, and Bridge out to the bypass. So, you know, just kind of be patient when they're working in those areas because Harding will take a long time. And uh, Yeah. Uh, yeah, one, one more thing. The the Bitcoin facility we got talked to you briefly last week. Yes, that. Uh, if, you're, if you're out driving down 113 across from the cemetery, you'll see the, the Bitcoin operation going into place there. And it's not really a lot of employees, but it's going to be using a lot of electricity 24-7 to be mining these Bitcoins. And it's about a million-dollar investment between the road they're having to put in, all the... Uh, electricity running which Koontz is doing the electrical and I think Mobley is building the road for them and then they'll have some portable buildings there and that you know I think they have a four-year lease on the property that belongs to the cemetery mm-hmm. which is giving them some income that they'll be able to do some improvements with but they could be buying property and being more permanent you know we just don't know the outcome of that but mm-hmm. it's a you know pretty neat operation they like to be close to substations mm-hmm. there's not any jeopardy of them using more electricity and, and putting our you know our citizens in harm where they don't have the electricity yeah. they need but they you know it, what what it seems to be will be a increase in our franchise fee from from the from energy which we'll be able to use to do other projects with all right yeah that's pretty neat uh, unique type so, of operation you know so. there are a lot of things still going on mm-hmm. in marlton yeah. you know that are great uh, we're, we're finishing up our sidewalk project over on green street uh, mm-hmm. Trying to get that done before they pave, and uh, when they get that paved and and uh, Harding paved, and they got Oak and Division, which Oak and Division is nice as it's ever been since mm-hmm. I've lived here. Uh, you know, and plus some paving that we're going to do with with our city funds. Then, you know, every year we're just trying to get Marlton better and better. Yep, uh, yep we're we're doing that. A lot of a lot of good stuff happening. All right, Mayor. Okay. Thank you so much. Okay, thanks, sir. There, Alan Lipsmeyer with us, 806 now on KVOM. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.